Welcome to another episode of Coffee and Jesus. I'm your host, Jael Penn, coming to you from the great state of Texas. This podcast is predominantly for women, and I hope that you will pass it on to a girlfriend. You can relax in your car at home and just listen and be fed the word. Today we're going to talk about grief and loss, and I would like to start off by reading part of Lamentations chapter 3, starting at verse 28. When life is heavy and hard to take, go off by yourself. Enter the silence. Bow in prayer. Don't ask questions. Wait for hope to appear. Don't run from trouble. Take it full face. The worst is never the worst. Why? Because the master won't ever walk out and fail to return. If he works severely, he also works tenderly. His stockpiles of love are immense. He takes no pleasure in making life hard and throwing roadblocks in our way. God doesn't want us to live hurt. And yet we will because we are in a fallen world full of sin and every form of evil. God has a plan of good for your loss if we partner with him. Your dry season will eventually end. I lost my mom in 2003 and I lost my father in 2018. Those are the two most difficult losses I've ever had to endure. It was bad, y'all. It was really bad, especially with my mom. It was so quick. You know, it took a few months, but it was still so, so quick, and she was so young. She was a minister like myself, and she was an evangelist and a songwriter, and she traveled, and she was just a wonderful person. And to see her suffer like that was too much to bear. And yet God got me through it. Grief is inevitable as a human being. Yet we have hope in seeing our loved ones again if we are Christians because they're in heaven and we're going to heaven. You know, your loss can be the catalyst for new faith in God. We have to embrace the pain. Even Jesus grieved over Lazarus, whom he eventually raised from the dead. When you go through pain and sorrow, new things are birthed. In Matthew, in the Beatitudes, one of them says, Blessed are they who mourn, for they shall be comforted. I want to encourage you to let people comfort you. I didn't do that. I went into hiding and that was the wrong thing to do. That led me down uh, a really bad spiral cycle of depression. Loss is not just people. Some people really grieve when they lose a pet, when their health is declining, when they've lost their job, when they've lost their hope because of a broken relationship. And grief produces all sorts of feelings. We cannot live by our emotions. So grief can produce anger, guilt, feelings of failure, feelings of worry. What are the stages of grief? Well, first is denial. You don't want to accept the loss. I remember trying to call my mother one day, and as soon as I dialed the number, I realized that she was gone that she wasn't going to answer. And I remember dropping to the floor and just weeping. And that was the first time I had really, really cried 
since she passed. I was in denial. The next stage is anger. Why me? Why my mother, who was, in my opinion, a saint? I started to blame other people for her dying. That was wrong. Stage three is bargaining. Lord, take me instead. Why didn't you take me instead? I'm not living right. I'm not where I should be. And she was doing everything right. And you took her. Stage four is depression. You feel numb. You don't feel anything. I think I felt that for a few years, literally years. My children suffered because of that, because I wasn't a very good mother at that time, because I needed my mama. And she was gone. And the last stage is acceptance. This is where you can recall them and have fond memories. And now I can talk about my mother with a smile on my face. There are so many wonderful stories that I could tell you about this generous, generous person. If you are stuck in one of these stages of grief, your healing is not complete. It's very important for you to get through these stages because the Lord intends for us to get out of this and to move on and to use it for his glory. It's very difficult to go through hurts and traumas in life. And this is a time where we really have to be careful because it can be an open door to the enemy because fear can come in. If you speak curses out loud over the people who you think caused their death, you've opened the door to the enemy. If you're just like, well, forget it. I pray for them to be healed. They didn't get healed. I don't believe in God anymore. So I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. And you are willfully sinning. You're opening the door to the enemy. If you have unforgiveness because of the situation, you have opened the door to the enemy. We cannot be ignorant of the devil's devices. And Saint Satan wants to keep us in a wounded state. If you stay in that state of being wounded, then you're going to wound and hurt other people. You know, God wants to show you a better way. Bring your hurts to the cross and ask Jesus to heal them. Sometimes we build walls around our wounds and we just like to cocoon ourselves within that wall. So we will deny or downplay what happened. We will become emotionally detached. We will rationalize our misbehavior or the event. You could be stuck in a state of fantasy of what could have happened. Maybe you'll lie to cover up what happened. Don't believe the lies of the enemy. And the one that he likes to use the most is God is mad at me and you're being punished. And that's why this person is gone. He's a liar. You've got to remember that he's a liar. The healing journey is a process. You have to admit that you're hurt. You have to forgive if there's a reason to forgive someone. And recognize that God wants to take you away from your pain. When we place the cross between ourselves 
and our unhealthy feelings and behaviors and emotions and our losses, then we can break free in Jesus' name. It is possible for you to heal and to turn what hurts you to the core and to something that brings you eventually great joy. I pray that if you're really depressed and it's been months and years that you get help from a professional, there's no shame in that. God has given psychologists, psychiatrists, doctors, special wisdom and even anointings and callings to do what they do. If you need help, honey, please get help. Don't be like me. Don't be stubborn like me and shut everybody out and go through a decade of grief and depression and suicidal thoughts. Loss and grief is inevitable. People come into our lives for reasons and seasons. That's what my mama used to say. And everybody has an expiration date. Whether it's through death or unfortunately divorce or people move away from us. There's just lots of reasons why people leave us. And yet the constant in our lives is Jesus. The Holy Spirit is with us 24-7. He is there for you. All you have to do is listen. What is he trying to tell you? What is he trying to teach you? What has he told you to do? If you will partner with the Holy Spirit, your recovery process will be faster and you will be completely healed and whole again. And once you are, you can help someone else who's having the same struggle that you had. I pray that this podcast blessed you, that you learned something new about yourself, or maybe it just gave you food for thought. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I lift up every woman who is suffering from a loss, whose heart is broken, who is grieving and can't sleep at night to the woman who's no longer eating, to the woman who's ignoring her husband and her children, to the woman who's turned to drugs and alcohol to numb her pain. I pray, Lord, that they surrender the situation to you, that they fall at your feet at the throne of grace and say, Lord, help me and cry out, Abba, Father, I can't take this anymore. You have to take this from me and help me to learn how to deal with this and live with their memory. So, Lord, I pray right now for healing and wholeness for everyone who is suffering because of a loss, whether it's through death or separation. Lord, I pray you fill the void in their life. I pray that they feel you, literally feel the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for blessing them, for releasing them from this pain and from this bondage for letting them remove the mask of pride and ask for help. Thank you, Father, that you're sending the right people into their lives right now this week that can help them start the healing process. We praise you, Father God, for your words cannot return void. So we are standing on the promises in your word. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for joining today's broadcast of Coffee and Jesus. I'm your host, Jael Penn. It has been an honor 
to serve you today. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Be blessed.